everything in life that's meaningful is something that you've worked towards regardless of external circumstances. Oh, yeah. And everything else is just expedient. Mm-hmm. Like, really, like, honestly, like, think about anything that, like, you hold dear in your life, you've worked to make that happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, everything else you've done, like, buy shitty food, watch TV, mm-hmm. it's all just expedient, right? Yeah, dude. But, like, anything convenient. that's like, truly meaningful is, it, just, it comes with work and maintenance. Yeah. And I think, like, when most people hear that, they're going to be like, yeah, that, of course, that makes sense. That's why we should really work towards anything and build habits around anything. Yeah. And, uh, I got to have my trademarked plug dude (laughs) capitalism man it's built around convenience it's built around kind of taking that that away from people in a lot of ways as unfortunate is like people don't understand that like capitalism is an easy go-to when you're like thinking about like being a victim Mm -hmm. that's true i think that like think about how blessed we are Mm -hmm. to, to, to exist in a state that has capitalism we weren't. We wouldn't be able to buy these nice microphones yeah. to do something we value, right? Mm-hmm. So we can either look at the system as being corrupt, or look at the system as like we're a part of this, mm-hmm. and we need to actively work to make it valuable, mm-hmm. right? And like we can actively like choose to value these things. Yeah. And so like I feel blessed to live in a capitalist society, even though it at times, if if you just if you just consume with no intent. It's awful. Mm-hmm. It's an awful. It's an awful system, and it feels very oppressive, and it sucks. Yeah. Like, however, when you start to purchase things with intent, you bought these mics because you're doing something that's valuable to you. Yeah. And so, purchasing this is valuable, mm-hmm. right? And like, we're so blessed to to live in a time where someone's ingenuity can be broadcasted to the entire world and we can actually reap those benefits. Yeah. And so like, it's pretty cool that we do live in a a capitalist state if you're purchasing things in that capitalist state with intent. Yeah. Because I have a lot of stuff now, but the stuff that I buy now, I'm buying it with the intent to add value to my life. Yeah. Whereas before, I was just purchasing items to amass a library. Mm-hmm. To amass a collection of like, this is my shit, and this is my shit, and this is what makes me valuable. Yeah. Because I own this shit. Yeah. Whereas now, my value comes from using the things to add value to my life. Yeah. Like when I'm operating, Instead of like identifying with phones, it. Mm-hmm. These little mics, like, yeah. all this, all this, it's, 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 and honestly, if, if all this shit went away, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter because there, there's still things to, to actively choose to value no matter what, what, what situation you find yourself mm-hmm. in. However, like, I feel lucky to live in this in this society. And, like, coming from me, like, I used to be a shopaholic. Mm-hmm. Like, it was bad. Yeah. Like, I, I moved, like, 11 times in two and a half years, and I decorated all my houses. Like, I would oh, go wow. and, like, get in debt to, like, get nice things for my house. Oh, wow. I would, I would like, f- my value was from having a library. And I'm like, yeah. look at the shit that I have. I'm valuable as fuck. Yeah, I have like, to look. I have to feel bigger exactly. than myself. Yeah, and, and, and in that state, like capitalism seemed to suck in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see it for what it truly was like providing me, because I was just I was just in in enthralled in it in mm-hmm. a sense. Like I didn't see why I was doing the things. Mm-hmm. I was just part of the system, and I was actively consuming because that's what we're kind of like preconditioned to do. Mm-hmm. However, like 
everyone has the free will at any moment to be like, why am I buying this? Where does this thing come from? Yeah. Like, why should I be supporting this? Mm-hmm. And most people don't take that personal agency to take accountability, mm-hmm. and they just choose to be a victim. Yeah. And so, like, I think that there are flaws in any system. And, like, I think that capitalism kind of brought us to where we're at now as far as unifying the globe. Because 150 years ago, people wouldn't go travel to to new faraway lands if, if they didn't have uh, something of value to gain from that. And, and that something of value, when you live in a capitalist society, is, is making money, right? And so yeah. like, this, this forced people to travel into the unknown. Mm-hmm. However, I think that with the technologies available at the time, that was the most valuable thing to do. Yeah. Was 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 that. And but now we have the internet. Mm-hmm. Now we have blockchain technology. Mm-hmm. Now we have automation with like robots and shit. So mm-hmm. like the the technology to get us to engage in unknown territory might not be money. It, it mm-hmm. should be resources. Yeah. Honestly. Cause like to get us to the moon, to get us to Mars, we don't need money. Like, money's just a fictitious concept, just like everything else. Mm-hmm. But, like, what we really do need is resources. Yeah. And so, like, if we allow ourselves to just use up all of the oil to actually get us off planet, just so that we can, like, uh, meet someone's, like, dividends mm-hmm. or, like, uh, like return on yeah, their investment. Yeah, return on investment. Uh, we, we, we definitely need to start, like, thinking about why we do the things that we do. Yeah. And so, like, I think capitalism is great in a sense that, like, it brought us to where we're at now. However, when automation comes in, wipes 30% of jobs here in 10 years, mm-hmm. we're going to have to start reevaluating what capitalism actually means because, like, based on our IQs right. on, like, average mm-hmm. and based off of people's, like, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, retraining rate in, like, different fields after they lose their jobs, mm-hmm. it's, like, non-existent. Like, a 50-year-old man that loses their job, mm-hmm. like... I think it's like 20%, maybe less than that, of them actually getting retrained and going back to work. Yeah. And then, like, most people, most men specifically, attain a lot of value from their job. Yeah. Because it makes them feel like not a piece of shit. When you have a shame complex, if you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. and you don't, if you don't know how to check your, uh, your emotions, mm-hmm. like, that's debilitating, right? Like, yeah. I'm not doing a job, like, I don't have a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you kill yourself. And, like, if yeah. you look at people that lose their jobs, like men specifically, they fucking kill themselves. Yeah, bro. a lot of them. And like, we we don't know how to retrain people. And mm-hmm. so like, to to think that like people are just gonna find jobs when thirty percent of all jobs are lost completely. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not that these jobs are just lost and they can be filled again. It's that these jobs, these like truck driving, yep, uh, back roll office accounting work, mm-hmm. uh, call centers, yeah, all of these jobs that are available for people to do now. They're going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And not everyone can be a chemist yeah. or a software engineer. If you look at, like, the IQ of people, uh, it, it doesn't align with those values. So, like, when people, like, people just have this blind faith in what we're doing. And people don't understand that every single thing that we do is... Everyone's just winging it, man. Yeah. Every single human is winging it. Like we were talking yeah. about earlier, the only difference between Adele singing something and me singing something, she's done it more. Yeah. And she's just winging it. Yeah. Like, government, we're winging it. Like, every single human is just winging it. Like, yeah. All the time. Like, people don't understand that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have any tried and true systems. Mm-hmm. We, like, assemble a culture based off history in the past. We're like, 
what's the best way to describe our narrative of what we're doing currently? Yeah. And that's the model we're prescribed. And people think like, oh, this has always existed. It's like, no, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't understand that this is very recent in yeah. history. And like, we're all just improvising. And so and for that's... you to have this blind faith to think that we're going to have jobs in, in 30, in, in, in 10 years, mm -hmm. you, you might be kidding yourself, bro. Yeah. You might be kidding yourself. Oh, yeah. You don't, obviously, you don't have enough data and information data to know that for sure to know that because you interact with the world that you understand yeah right and like but everyone's winging it and when you realize that like and, and this is the problem when you like when we're raised in schools what our, our education system is just teaching us to have a blind faith in authority yeah because that blind faith in authority is just winging it yeah it's so 100%. like it's so like you're you're so afraid to do things yourself because then you have to wing it right mm -hmm. and so like you need to you need to trust someone else is doing it but you don't understand that that authority that you're trusting is doing the same fucking thing that you would be doing if you yep. chose to take action and do something yourself. Yeah, and the bottom line is is that they they had to wing it at some point. Let's go over this way. Yeah. They had to wing it at some point in order to find something that worked for them, yes. and then they just decided this is what works for everyone, and we're going to perpetuate that and propagate that all the time. Yeah. So there's a there's a couple things that you went over in there. Uh, like, I agree that capitalism can have value. Uh, for what it is and what it does for us, especially like, like what, how you pointed out the fact that I was able to buy these microphones and these shoes and like, you know, even the shirt that I'm wearing the bottom, like I couldn't have sourced that on my own. I couldn't have sourced that without capitalism, but what I'm starting to constantly and consistently see and understand is that while yes, having these things and these objects are valuable, what's more valuable to me is the deficit that it is creating in our society at an alarming rate. Like, um, cause yeah, it's great that Amazon was able to get me these, these uh, microphones in a couple days and uh, they're super cheap, affordable for me. And you know, they do the job, they're great and I'm loving them. But I have, it's kind of like what you said where people aren't being conscious of what they're purchasing, where it's coming from. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's almost too much to do that. Right. Yeah. And so like, I have no idea where these were manufactured mm -hmm. and in a way, like it could, maybe it's, uh, getting nitpicky or it's just like, um, you know, sort of negative biasing when I start to look at like, oh, well, maybe this was actually manufactured in a warehouse that outsourced jobs to another country to exploit them for cheap labor and then lost labor here in America. Or, uh, oh, it's, you know, this was a uh, pulled and shipped out by a where an Amazon warehouse employee who uh, was unable to win this union battle against the biggest monolith co company in the history of the world. Yeah. And, and it's like, when I'm thinking about all of that injustice and I'm thinking about all of that exploitation and pain that's actually occurring just for me to get these, these microphones, yeah. it's, it's hard because I, I want to value this microphone for what it is mm -hmm. and I have to include those factors in it. Yeah, you know, you're there, absolutely correct. there's a deficit that's yeah. mounting against human lives and human well-being just to source these things in a way that's convenient and cheap. And and I'm lucky. I'm super lucky to be on the receiving end where um, it is affordable, that I have a job that I can actually buy that without worrying about it, that I don't have to be working right now to sustain my myself. Like right, I, I can come out on a walk now, right yeah, now, you know? Correct. And it's so I, I, I have to be 
grateful for what I have, mm -hmm. but I also have to be aware of what it's coming from and what it's costing other people. And I'm so convinced that there are systems that we as communities, as you know, just loving and kind people can create yeah. in order to source the things that we need in a way that's ethical and ecologically responsible. And so that's kind of where I'm, I'm really trying to bash on capitalism as much as possible because yeah. it's, it's often something that people are not um, aware is a thing that's affecting them. I think that you're absolutely correct. And I think that what the true issue, where the true issue lies is like what, what like what happens at every point in time at any at any point in time it, it, it's about being mindful right mm, one true yeah, story like yeah. it's not capitalism it's the problem mm -hmm. it's it's unmindful practices of business you're right like because because if if say we got these mics from a place where everyone working there like had all of their basic necessities met mm -hmm. like where, where people like were, were creating technology because they actually enjoyed about learning about sound waves and shit right it's mm -hmm. not just like some some person being exploited so that someone else can can receive uh m more money on the back end right mm -hmm. and so like what what it really is because like if so say say we were to wipe capitalism right it would mm -hmm. just be a group of people getting together and providing services just like businesses do mm -hmm. however like the the issue lies in unmindful practice and so what we can do is be like capitalism we, we, we can't ignore that people are using unmindful practices and we get shit uh, that's can, like we, we need to understand that like anything that's meaningful you have to work towards it mm -hmm. everything else is expedient yeah. so if we're getting expedient shit there's probably a lot of uh, negative yeah, effects a lot of, coming from that right yeah. so like so how can we implement sources of like having convenience by having that the, the convenience come from uh, a valued state and, and yeah. that like a valued business practice, right? Yeah. Like, but it's different. I guess my problem with that though, is that we have to understand and like this, this job that I'm wor working right now is what actually awakened me to this understanding that the tool of capitalism, the tool of business and the free market is essentially predicated on exploitation. And the reason I believe that is because when you're buying any product, it is not the actual value of the product. Yeah. The bottom line is, is that they have a cost and then they tack on a profit to it. And when you look at that and you're, you know, everybody's gonna say like, well, yeah, of course, because that business has to make money. And that's my primary problem mm -hmm. is that the goal of the business, the business in, es in essence, has to be focused on money, on making money. Even if they have are like, I want to make money to do this thing, mm -hmm. they have to operate under the condition that they need to make profit and they need to make money and that profit requires exploitation. You know, there's this there's this idea that profit is unpaid labor mm -hmm. because the bottom line is is that they have to devalue labor so that they can turn a profit. And then what capitalism does is it siphons all of that profit to the owner, to a single source, rather than spreading it equally among all the people that are responsible for making that product. So that's why I get so riled up and like, yeah. and easily deterred from the benefits of capitalism because I understand yeah. that it really has to be predicated on exploitation. And so then as a society, we got to a point where we had to say, okay, what exploitation is okay? What can we decide is like, 
and like a benefit for the group. And mm-hmm. a lot of people will understand or say like, well, yeah, a CEO or an owner of a company is holding all of the risk. So that's why they should be siphoning all the profits to themselves, right? Because the, that's kind of the, the gambit there. That's the, the, the game that's being played. But my problem is, is that while that makes sense in essence and maybe on a sc- small scale, it's actually valuable and, uh, and efficient, yeah. um, it has mutated. It has become something that I think is actually like quite disgusting where people have completely changed the way that the game is played so that they really can't lose. You know, we hear about these businesses that are like too big to fail, right? Yeah. And that's where that's where I really think that this tool is no longer useful to the swaths of human lives that are being exploited by it. Um, in fact, when we look at southern hemisphere countries you know uh, like south america a lot of africa and like the southern middle east those countries are being ravaged by capitalism because their land is being exploited for profits that are being siphoned up to the north because it's bringing all of these products up to us to endlessly consume and from what i hear uh from some podcasts that i've been listening to we're inevitably going to see an uprising um, because these countries just can't take all that. Or we'll see a complete economic collapse and meltdown because all of that sourcing, all of that land is going to be completely destroyed and all those human lives are going to be destroyed. (sighs) I agree with you 100%, man. I think Mm -hmm. that like the trajectory of... I, I, I agree with you in the sense that like there are obviously unmindful practices in business today yeah like 100 percent. but when does i guess like so when you're providing a service to someone Mm -hmm. at what point does that service become exploit like when when do you start exploiting people Mm -hmm. like when when is like so say say we got rid of capitalism altogether Mm -hmm. so no more capitalism we're at square one we have a service to provide Mm -hmm. when does that service start encroaching on other people's uh what when do we start exploiting people so what is that line the, the line that I see is when you have to harness resources and labor and then you package that up and sell that to somebody for more than it's actually worth. So you're sort of exploiting the consumer, but at the same, at the same time, the consumer kind of actually knows this. They're sort of like, oh yeah, like I know that you're actually trying to turn a profit, but this is actually valuable to me, so I'm going to agree that this is the same value. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is the way that that become siphoned in a system that maybe maybe the CEO or whoever's getting paid the most they're not taking all the profits right they have to funnel it back into the system but usually they're making the most money yeah. so the prob- where i see the exploitation occurring is being completely dependent and reliant upon your workforce and keeping profits from them and keeping livable wages from them and keeping uh accessible healthcare and um, all sorts of things that we just need as basic human beings, especially mental health care. Um, so if the problem with that system of capitalism is just having to justify that we must make profit and it must be funneled to the top to make a decision that they assume all the risk for and therefore also assume all of the reward for, whereas it should be equitable. That's what I really believe. And that's kind of where communism had a 
had a, some value to me where it understood that the workers are what's necessary to garner all that profit in the first place so it has to be shared with them too and therefore they have to be shared with to make all the decisions and i think when we understand human beings capacity and capability for cooperation this doesn't sound like such an impossible feat like we really can in groups of like 100 to 150 people we can co cooperate and coordinate in a way that's beneficial for the entire group and like we're capable of saying like oh yeah nathan's really good at making like big decisions and uh and understanding the, what's best for our entire group, but he sucks at making this widget, you know? So I'm gonna assume this responsibility, he's gonna assume this responsibility, and we're gonna have a shared understanding that this whole process is really to help everybody. And so that's where I think we can start by saying, let's just make these entire corporations more equitable from the ground up, so that it's no longer saying, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, they have to see a lot of their employees, especially the very bare minimum paid ones, as a cost. They have to see them as a hindrance to the company. And when they completely wipe out an entire factory in a way that will generate more profit for them and for their shareholders, that is the kind of exploitation that I'm talking about. And if, if all of the workers that are responsible for garnering all of that profit just decided, hey, you know what? I'm locally here. I'm working this warehouse. I'm going to own this. This is mine now. And take that from those people who are just dictators and tyrants over these people's lives, then all of a sudden those people lose power and they have to work with the people that are they are reliant upon for generating that profit and that's what a union is and that's what amazon worked so hard to break up this past couple months or so because georgia uh, a warehouse in georgia i believe was trying to unionize so that they could negotiate for fairer wages for health care for breaks you know basic human necessities because they realized that they are responsible for generating all the profit in that area but Amazon led an insane propaganda campaign that told them you, having a union will hurt you and will hurt everyone you know, and it's just not gonna benefit everybody, so do not unionize, we have your best interests at heart. But they can't. Like, they, they really can't have a $15 an hour person's best interests at heart. Because if they did, then when they have some insane cancer pay payments that they have to make that came out of nowhere and is nobody's fault, if they had that person's best interests at heart, they'd pay for it with their billions of dollars, with their trillions of dollars. But they won't do that because it's not financially viable, because it won't turn a profit, it won't have a return on investment. And so that's like my main rant <laughs> and what I will always be so, so increasingly disappointed with in this system is that it actually is incapable at this level of valuing human life. I agree with you in the sense of I think that it's wrong to exploit other human beings and you're just someone that really cares about people. Mm -hmm. And like people should care about people because like that's why we're here. Yeah. We're here to like care about one another. We're here to love like being alive. Yeah. And so like when you're put in these systems where like it, it where you're at the bottom of the hierarchy, it's hard it's hard to climb, bro. It's hard to mm -hmm. climb. But what's crazy is like 
I, I, I think I, I don't know the the personal mindset of, of Bezos because I haven't like looked into him. Mm-hmm. But I have looked into Elon Musk a bit, and if you actually look at Elon Musk, like what's said in the in the narrative, what's what's like told in the media is like, oh, this dude's just like rich as shit. Like he he's obviously like top dog. He's he's extremely competent human. If you actually listen to Elon Musk, he's just a fucking extreme savant autist mm-hmm. that doesn't give a fuck about business. Mm-hmm. He could give a fuck about yeah. like turning a profit. Business sort of uses him in a lot of ways. Dude, like, from what I've heard, he's a business magnet. Yeah, like people that like. That, that, that rely heavily upon systems of like exploiting other people and like they're only in it for like getting to the bottom line uh, th- those people gravitate towards Musk because he's a genius and he has so much value and they can use that to to make fuck tons of money mm-hmm. but like like a- actually Elon Musk himself is just like an engineer autist savant that loves to hang out with his family mm-hmm. and also it's kind of interesting is like if you if you like everything is really based off competency. Yeah. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. And so anything that's sold is it's just someone taking the time to provide a service. People don't understand that every service out there you can do your fucking self. Mm-hmm. And so like if you were competent enough you would do it, right? You yeah. would have those resources, mm-hmm. but most people aren't, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at like uh I I'm not competent to like build a mind. Oh, I, I guess I don't necessarily need all of these things, but I wouldn't be competent to manifest this stuff in my reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it. Like, yeah. I, like, it, like that's what's kind of... Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be able to gift. fucking build this that's microphone, kind of the gift right? Of capitalism in a sense of like being able to to take advantage of, of other people's ingenuity. Yeah. And like, and we can share that love, right? Like yeah. someone creates something, like some, someone like created a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Like those shoes have helped actually shoes are great because like you don't get stickers in your feet but like grounding is actually really important like mm-hmm. I've been walking like barefoot on, yeah. on like on on mountains and things it's actually really mm-hmm. good for your health uh, let me let me go back to what I was saying before everything is based off competency and mm-hmm. what's crazy is like the redistribution of resources when you're looking at a capitalist system mm-hmm. is the same redistribution of resources that light has in the forest so I, like I've heard you say that before yeah it's so like What's crazy is like if you if you're if you're to understand that it's not just like this is a pattern that emerges everywhere in reality and it's a pattern that we can't run away from. Mm-hmm. We can never get away from this pattern. Like the the pattern of to whom people have shit, they'll be given everything. Mm-hmm. To whom people have nothing, they'll the fucking everything will be taken from them. Mm. And so like in classical music, there's there's like hundreds of thousands of composers of classical music but we listen to a handful of people mm-hmm. and out of those handful of people out of all of their music they composed we only listen to a handful of those songs yeah and it's because competency is what rises to the top yeah and so like i have to interrupt here though yeah okay so i understand that and i think we don't have to do away with the trading of services and competencies mm-hmm. but my problem is utilizing a system that's predicated on exploitation and profit in order to do so because what's happening is that natural distribution that you're talking about isn't actually a natural distribution of the competencies with which we are purchasing. You know, it's not like when I'm, uh, 
when I'm buying something from Amazon or when I'm using Facebook, it's not because they are the most competent provider of those services, it's that they're the most competent channel of those services. So they are channeling all those products because they understand the system of capitalism and they are competent in that only. And so it's kind of, it's where I start to see like the ultra wealthy and the ultra rich Mm -hmm. that are able to hoard so much wealth and so so much resources, not because they're competent in all, in in manufacturing or creating all of those resources and all of those commodities and all of those uh, services, Mm -hmm. it's because they're competent in owning them by having all this wealth that's just that they can literally just set a million dollars in a bank at point zero zero one interest yeah. and then get ten thousand dollars a day or some shit, yeah. you know? If you're describing like, yeah, like uh, what was his name? Like Jeff Bezos. Jimmy Buffett? Oh, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. No, 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 not Jimmy Buffett. Is Jimmy uh, Buffett Warren Buffett. Here? Warren Buffett. Yeah, yeah, Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Yeah, just yeah, like that, that gaming just Wall Street. Mind. And if you listen to Elon Musk, he's like Warren Buffett bores me. Yeah. Like, what he's interested in is that, and like yeah. that doesn't serve any purpose of mm-hmm. actual functionality. I'm gonna get this species to Mars. But that's also like, so. But that's also what wins because even though Elon Musk is like, yeah, that's boring. He is now completely reliant upon and in servitude of board members of people who are just like Warren Buffett because yeah. in order for him to maintain this lifestyle that he's become accustomed to and this ingenuity and this access to all sorts of amazing gadgets that allow him to manifest these amazing you know uh, things like Tesla um, and SpaceX he has to be subservient to his shareholders and like he's he's been uh like a trickster within that system and he's like turned it up on its head by scaring his his shareholders by smoking a joint or a blunt on joe rogan right because some he i think he really does think like yeah it's all bullshit like i don't actually care about yeah do you know he's a minimalist right I did not know that. Yeah. That's actually... He's like selling all his houses, getting rid of all of his properties. Like that's Elon cool. Musk is not... He's not the... the Like, it's it's just unfortunate when I hear Elon Musk as a go-to to describe, like, the the uh, exploitation of humans. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just... Like, that person specifically to me just hits home because I mm-hmm. value that yeah. person. And so I feel and, the need to defend him. And I, that, that's fair. And I hope you know it's not, like, malevolent. Yeah. No, I actually totally think understand. he's... I think he's actually a victim to the system as well. Yeah. I really think that he... If it were up to him, if he could just have the resources to be this genius inventor mm-hmm. without having to exploit people, um, whether known or unknown, he would do it. Yeah. I, I, I really believe it. But I think that because... He's had this efficacy with a system that relies on that. And, like, he had to work within that system. He did. He's like, he like we have to work within that system. We do. Well. Like, we, like, so that's the thing is, like, we can, we can see, like, certain pitfalls in the system. And we, we can see exploitation. And there are ways to solve that, I feel, without dismantling the entire system. Because, like, we, we have to change the way that we view capitalism. Like, and I, I, like, I personally have the, the viewpoint of, like, what Andrew Yang says. Mm-hmm. Of, like, we should redistribute resources from the top. Like, advertisement money from Facebook and shit. Like, we can trickle that down and, and redistribute. Like, we'll take a tiny percent of that money that they make from, like, advertisements or, like, specific sales. And, uh, and distribute that to the people so that they can, they, they can have a safety net one in 10 years when all jobs are lost, we'll have something rather than nothing. Cause mm-hmm. right now we're going to have nothing. 
Yeah. And like, what, what's crazy to me is like, when Andrew Yang was was uh, was running for for presidency, every single person was like a thousand dollars a fucking month. You're an idiot. Where's that money going to come from? He had a plan. First mm-hmm. of all, was it taxing then, the wealthy? And then like. It it was it it wasn't just ta- it's not just taxing the wealthy now like mm-hmm. it was like you, like your company makes it it wasn't like I'm gonna go after Bezos and Elon Musk and tax them because mm-hmm. that's 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 ridiculous like uh, they were gonna just take a, a certain percent of every transaction from these major companies and then just redistribute that to the people so there was there were there were plans in place to to put that money into people's hands and then literally not even a year later we had covid we mm-hmm. shut everything down and then we just printed free money and no one said shit about it yeah and like to me like that is so frustrating because it's unmindful mm-hmm. it's unmindful and we have to pay for that yeah like it's so fucked. well that's because the system has been built and curated around us having to bear that weight but like to be honest the the ultra wealthy and these massive corporate corporations these transnational gigantic unknowable corporations are benefiting the most from it because they don't have to pay any taxes. Netflix paid zero dollars in that fucking possible when like a truck driver is having to pay more in taxes than a fucking gigantic company. We yeah. need to be redistributing the resources that are being hoarded and maintained at the top by people and and institutions that are actually incapable of spending it all in a meaningful way. And so my problem, the where this gets dicey is people are like, okay, hey, how are you going to do that? You can do it with government. How's that gone before? Right? Cause I don't think government's very trustworthy. Um, it's, it's centralized power that is actually kept from the masses that it is supposedly sourcing that power from. I agree with you. However, what I, what I truly feel that the, where the problem lies is people not being mindful. We all need to take accountability 100%. for like what, what we've, uh, with how we interact with the system. Mm-hmm. If we're disassociating, yeah. how, how are we supposed to do like the courageous things to get us where we need to be? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that. I, I agree with you in the sense of like there's obviously like people need to have their basic needs met. I truly believe that everyone deserves that. Yeah. I like I think that I I don't think that anyone would disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Like everyone should have their basic needs met and the current practices are not allowing everyone to have their basic needs met. Mm-hmm. And so like there there has like there, there is a way that we can like cuz cuz 50 years like Back in the, the industrial revolution, when we first started, even 40 years ago, if you were to just like go work at a grocery store, like if you were to be a bagger, mm-hmm. you'd be able to pay your bills. Yeah, you'd be able to have a house. And if, if we were to be able to do that now, we might not feel so like we, we might not feel so exploited. And well, but like we well, can't do that. But why do you think we can't do that now? Well, I, I think what it is is because inflation. And like, but this this is the thing though. Is like, I'm commenting on these things, and like, this stuff is like so over my head complex. I think that's and okay. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's okay. Yeah. The thing is, is like this topic I've been manic about yeah. for a year now. Okay. And it's like, so I I overanalyze it. Yeah. And because like, yeah, it's true. Like our parents were able to work a minimum wage job and go to school. And pay for a house. Yeah. And buy a car. Yeah. We can't do that. that. We're crippled with debt. And that's because we're operating within a system that is predicated on treating us as a cost. 
by treating its lowest paid workers as a cost that needs to be exploited. So where does that originate in a system that is providing services? Like what, when does that become a thing? So, well, you have to think about what that, how that system operates essentially. And that's what I was talking about that I found out within my job. I cannot sell a product at its cost because it hurts the business. So I have to sell it at a profit margin. And the thing that, and like, if we really were just prioritizing the trading of goods and services, we could do it in a way that it's equitable for each organization that's making these, these transactions. But what we have to prioritize for the business is generating profit. That's what, that's what every business is built upon. If they're not making a high enough profit margin, the business will die. I agree with that. So in a sense of like, why would you just provide services to people? Like what would, what would give people like agency to like, um, be like sell stuff at cost? Like what, what would be the incentive? Um, in, in that in a, in a system where everyone is like being treated mm-hmm. equally and yeah. we're sharing things at cost, like what would that look like? I guess. So I I mean it's hard to say. That's why I really believe that it's like it's up to us to imagine new systems and try to build these connections. But like if I was just spitballing here, it would have to be equitable trading of things we find valuable. It has to actually be taking money out of the equation because by saying like this is the sticker price, this is what needs to be made in order for my business to survive that's where we run into issues. But if we can find a way of saying, hey, we all need to gather, we need to manufacture and resource these specific, um, you know, these tools, these things in order to provide this service, we have to do it in a way that is equitable and um, ecologically responsible and also mindful. just mindful right? 100% that seems to be the overarching concept of, of this yes. problem is, and is unmindful practice I agree because like would you say that the systems were ethical mm-hmm. when you could be a bagger and, and, and meet all your bills I, I, I'd say it was more equitable than it is now because it it was still, but the problem is, is that the tool that's being used, capitalism, has to be predicated on extracting profit. So there there are companies out there um, where the CEO is actually paying himself or herself the uh, the lowest wage that they pay their employees, which incentivizes them personally to pay them all a fair wage. So that that's maybe a possible solution is making that equitability or at least under being open and understanding who gets paid what and why doing people a disservice if everyone was treated the same i i think because like everyone needs to people need to understand that like what they get out of life is what they put into it i agree right and so like i think that that like to actually find meaning in life is to do things that are difficult right Mm -hmm. and so like a lot of people expect things Mm mm-hmm but they don't necessarily like people don't people don't like the thought of that life is work. Yeah. Like th- there's no running away from that. Yeah. And like so how do we how do we how would we in a system where everyone is treated equally in a sense mm-hmm. how would we like well for one thing what if we were existing within a system that wasn't prioritizing 
the, the exchange of goods and services? What if we saw that as sort of like a chore, like work, something that we need to do in order to survive? Because what we're really what capitalism all is right now is an organization of resources. We're finding out a way, how do we distribute resources within this society? And then what free market capitalism is predicated on is everybody should just try to look out for themselves. And we're going to do it by making or and the way that everyone's going to try and look out for themselves is by trying to make money and and participating within an economy and so individual responsibility or individual mindfulness is necessary i think what uh russell brand often talks about and what i very much believe in is that everybody has to have an, an individual awakening they have to have a personal awakening that life is hard and that they have to work for the things that matter to them and that other people matter, you know? And once everybody can have that individual awakening, then we can actually start to build new systems that are predicated on new things, that are, that are actually like, hey, what if we had a system that was actually built where the sole primary purpose was to make sure that everybody had food, water, and healthcare? What like what would an education? What would like this, what would that change? This is one thing that like I find very frustrating. The whole healthcare bullshit. Mm-hmm. All the problems with our health now is because we feed ourselves trash. I agree. Like trash. Like mm-hmm. we don't need to have like it, mm-hmm. it's it's really amazing that we have like uh, like amazing technology to like help save us in like near fatal accidents. Mm-hmm. But like what's actually causing problems is like us being unmindful. Yeah. Like, killing ourselves all the time. Yeah. So, like, it's like I don't oh, we need to have access to healthcare in a sense because like. To me, I think healthcare is fucking ridiculous. Like, mm. I if I was able to breathe fresh air and fucking ground my feet mm-hmm. to an environment that wasn't tainted with shit, yeah. like I would be fucking a healthy person. So what if like, that I'd be a healthy fucking? Person. What if that like, knowledge and understanding was included within healthcare? Dude, what I if think it, that you should look into uh, to Jacques Fresco because mm-hmm. like everything you're describing points to that model, and that's the mm. model that I most agree with. Yeah, and that's why I'm mentioning that like. Capitalism is very important because it brought us to where we are now. And like yeah. life wouldn't put things into place if they didn't serve a function and if they weren't valuable. Mm-hmm. And like government, government is the most valuable thing you could possibly do when you have mindful citizens. Yeah, 100%. We, we live in a world where we're disassociating constantly and then we bitch about why things are fucked up. Yeah, it's 100%. We don't take the personal agency to do hard things. Yeah. We don't take the personal agency to go have conversations with people in our immediate environment and be like, yo, like, it's fucked up that people are still getting criminalized, like, to get locked up for weed or something. Yeah, right? like, 100%. Like, and it's our fault. Like, we need to understand that it's our fucking fault that the mm-hmm. system is fucked. Yeah. It's our fault. Yeah. Like, no one else's. Like... But, don't you see, it is everyone else's if it's our fault, too. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, we all need to take accountability mm-hmm. for what, for how we interact with the system. Yes. So, so, so like, us, like, even just purchasing this shit off of Amazon. Mm-hmm. It did provide us value, and like I said before, like it is, it is a thing to appreciate about capitalism. Mm-hmm. However, we also decided to purchase a mic from Amazon, where we know damn well that they're getting that shit from fucking China because we yep. fucking we got two mics for twenty bucks. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> Straight what up. we could do is be like, okay, so so what company out there makes mics that treat their employees well? And I need to support those companies if I want to see people not be exploited. Yeah. But the hard thing is that a lot of those times, either you're not going to find that company, or when you find that company, it's like, yeah, this is like a $200 microphone. But (laughs) but that's the thing, though, right? So is it is it is it more important to save $200 or is it is it is it it more important to 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 choose to exploit people? Individually, 
I, it is more important to me to, to not exploit people. Yeah. And I'm in a position, luckily, where I can take advantage of that. And I probably should be taking advantage of that. Yeah. But this whole conversation is actually reminding me of a quote where individual responsibility is important, mm-hmm. but we can't have individual responsibility without collective solidarity. We have yeah. to have a collective mindset and a collective vision that says we're not going to allow companies to exploit people and offer this dirt cheap product that a lot of people, if they want it, have to buy, yeah. right? We, we're not, if we collectively say that's not going to happen, then we can have individual responsibility to make sure that we're not letting it happen. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I totally agree. And that's something that Jordan Peterson has like really allowed or given me a lot of insight into is individual responsibility. We really do have to take action for the shit that we are responsible for. Right. What is it? He always says like, make your bed. Yeah. But it's, uh, it had, so a lot of times people can't have that individual responsibility or don't know how to enact it without a collective solidarity, without a shared vision in the community that, that helps teach people how to grapple with our individual responsibilities. You know, if we don't have a shared vision or or a clear understanding of what I need to do as a person, I'm just gonna do what's easy and what's available and what's convenient. So I 100% agree. We do, it is our fault that there are governments that are taking advantage of us and that there are corporations that are exploiting people to give us really cheap products. And we have to have a collective vision to say that we're just not gonna allow that. And that being said, like, I don't disagree that there isn't corruption amongst the system. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be hard-pressed to argue yeah, with 100%. that, right? <laughs> but, like, I, I think a lot of people don't understand is, like, they don't have that in their reality tunnel when they're talking about these things. 100%. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you do, mm-hmm. like, more, more than most. And, like, yeah. I know this because I've, I've hung out with you for, for, yeah. for, for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but, like, a lot of people that, that, that have, like opinions about these things they don't yeah those people don't make their bed yeah so it's like it's like i understand where you're coming from because you're coming from a place of love because mm-hmm. because all like, you're doing is is you're wanting to, to to like not see people be exploited or like or like be like maliciously hurt for like mm-hmm. no reason other than like uh you're, you're just trying to care about people so like bottom line we can all agree like Yo, bro, like caring about people is is probably number one priority. Like, yes. Right. Yes. However, like that being said, what do you do to maintain that? Like, like how, how like what responsibility do you bear that makes you valuable to be hurt? Mm-hmm. And that, like, and like, what what solutions are you actually presenting to the table? Because we could say dismantle it all, mm-hmm. fuck it all. Yeah. Like, let's tear it down. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. Now what? Now what? Yeah. Now what? So like, I, what the fuck are you going to do? I like, actually love that you asked this because that's like a hunt. That's such a valid question. And that's what most people ask me when I sit and bitch about capitalism for an hour because they're like, what are you going to do about it, Nathan? And it was so daunting and it was absolutely poison for a little bit. It got to the point where it's like, I can't do anything. I should just kill myself. Like, a hundred percent. That's where I just, I, I went to because everybody was telling me, Nathan, you can't do it. You can't dismantle the system. So why complain about it? Just, you know, put your head down and shut the fuck up. And so I, that's also I had, not taking any responsibility. It's for the not problems. So I had to find a way to mitigate that. Yeah. I had to find a way to say, 
Yeah, I can't destroy capitalism overnight. I can't. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is have meaningful conversations with my friends where all they know at the end of the day is that I care about them, I value them, and I just want a system that does as well. So what we can do is we can work with what we have. We purchase these mics to make meaningful content to work within a system. Exactly. And now when and now when we have the financial resources to purchase that $200 microphone, mm-hmm. we can now promote awareness of mindful yes. practices. And yes. So like, so we have like, to embody these values that I'm going to be preaching to people, exactly. right? And so like so so this is the thing like I think everyone needs to understand that like the systems that we have in place serve to function and we need to understand that that function was useful. Yeah. Like we can't just dismiss it because we feel like a victim. And that's honestly, that's something that you've really shown me because it was, like I said, when I was getting manic and just like entrenched within like the shitty aspects of capitalism, it was literally like I have to either completely reject capitalism, not buy anything and source everything myself or kill myself. And then you said, Nathan, value capitalism for what it is it brought you here it gave you the capability and the opportunity to learn about it and how to build new systems and stuff like that so i love that you said that it it actually like maybe it's maybe it's dumb to say but it it saved my life in a way it really did because i had to learn that capitalism isn't inherently bad it's just now outdated it's unuseful and it's now harmful it it, it, it it will be that way moving into the future. It's getting worse 100%. is what I'm saying. Getting, yeah. You're absolutely correct. And mm-hmm. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. I agree with you hundred percent. I, yeah. And like, that's, that's the thing, right? That's the whole, that's the whole gist of it. Yeah. It's like, we have to work with what we have available to us and mm-hmm. what we have available to us is we live in a capitalist society. Yeah. Like Elon Musk talks about this shit about like how all of the fucking like red tape, like bureaucracy like bullshit like Mm -hmm. really like slows down progression but like we need to also understand that like when we were nomads running around that the name of the game was like uh resource control and that's really Mm -hmm. all the name of the game is any all the time Mm -hmm. at any point in time like a thousand years into the past five thousand years into the future all it's going to be about is how do we mindfully redistribute resources yeah because the thing is it's like problem yeah when we're seeing a severe gap in the controlling of resources you know when eight people own more wealth than half the fucking world we have to question something there and i think that that's because those people are allowed to play the game yeah they are but this is the thing though the game is life yeah and so if we're if they're playing the game that's what i think of like the redistribution of resources we're never going to get away from that mm-hmm. so like if you have a game people are going to be dominating that game yes everyone else is going to be like left for the scraps and that's fair but like do you really think that the game has to be capitalism i think that the game had to be capitalism because it's what we're working with I it is for think, us yeah it yeah. is it is for us i do think that there are other like so so going back to the jacques fresco thing mm-hmm. he's like we're not going to use money because money is just a fictitious concept. And we always, we've always, are always known that everything mm-hmm. has been about mindfully redistributing resources. Mm-hmm. And so what, like what I said prior was capitalism brought us to where we're at now, but we're not going to like, we're going to need to use the technologies that we have available to us now, like blockchain technology, blockchain technology specifically in automation mm-hmm. are what is going to 
propel us forward into engaging with the unknown of redistributing resources. Because mm -hmm. when 30% of jobs are going to be lost, mm -hmm. we're going to now rely upon machines to redistribute those resources. And we should all rejoice mm -hmm. in that fact. Yeah. Like people don't understand, like people don't know how to add value to their experience and they, they, they seek value from external sources and they, they seek value from, from an authority. So like when you go to a job, you're valuable because you get a paycheck and then like then you need to then then you can provide like for, for yourself. Yeah. However, like people think that if they didn't go to work, like they would just default be lazy as shit. Like people don't understand life is just work all the time. Yeah. Like you're, there's no getting yep. away from work. Yeah. And so like if we just don't spend time driving truck for like mm -hmm. 15 hours a day we yeah. should rejoice in that fact because we have a very finite amount of time here mm -hmm. on this earth and we should be doing things like this mm -hmm. we should be doing things that homo sapiens do we should mm -hmm. look at ourselves like we do with any other animal in zoology and be like mm -hmm. yo what do homo sapiens do oh they're tribal creatures oh so like they need to be social okay great like mm -hmm. oh you need to work for shit oh like, so you need to like do hard things yeah. all right so like what are you gonna learn like mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if machines take it over I still have an opportunity to learn. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, like, I don't know how the internet works. Yeah. Like the internet functions, right? Mm -hmm. I use it, but I don't know how it works. Yeah. Same. Just same with the, even radio technology, yeah. radio technology, like, so, so, so say we're here in nature, everything else like goes back to being nature. Mm -hmm. What the fuck are we going to, how, how are you going to make a radio? No idea. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, do that at all. Let's face it. Most of the technologies I utilize and yes. interface with, I have no idea how they no operate. Yeah, how they work. <laughs> so people are like, people think that like, I, I agree that it's a myth that if people are given leisure time and, uh, eventually maybe don't have to work to attain money. I think it's a myth that uh, they're just going to be lazy all yeah. the time. Uh, at least in the sense that I believe, I agree with you that there is this, this deep ambition and capacity to just want to learn and experience and interface with life. Yeah, and so like, that's, that's uh, this is a conversation that I've had with, uh, with uh, some of my, with my family, my dad specifically, because he, he didn't understand in the beginning of like, if you don't work, like, you go to work and that's what like gives you meaning. And he's, mm. he's also just been working since he's been 14 years old. Yeah. Like he's had to work. Yeah. And so like, that's the name of the game. Mm -hmm. And like people that are in that game, that's what they think because that's what they're like given. And like, they do derive meaning from work because yeah. it's the only thing that they know that they can do. It's what's to accessible. Provide a safe environment for them. Mm -hmm. And everyone's just trying to be safe. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. and, and they're working and they're, and they're making decisions based off what they see in their immediate environment. Mm -hmm. And like, they get value from work because when they work, they feel safe. Yeah. But like people don't understand is like if all jobs were gone, we'd still be like, we'd still have so much work to do. And like, cause like life yeah. is just constant maintenance, yeah. man. Yeah. And so like, it would be great if we didn't have to rely upon a human driver mm -hmm. to drive food to a grocery store. If we could rely upon automated systems to be like, yo, there's this much land this much land if we use mindful practices we can create regenerative food mm -hmm. over the long term for this amount of people yeah and like we could we could use robots to do all that shit and read like give food to people it's like yeah. that's basic need like we could but do that here's the problem is that it sounds like what that is eventually going to lead to and require is okay yeah we can get um you know, we can have robots uh, collect resources and distribute resources at little to no cost. 
but because it's utilizing a system that requires profit, they can't just give it away for free. So, so, this, so that means that there has to be people that blockchain. blockchain. So, blockchain. smart uh, contracts. Let no, me let no me say humans, no humans involved, just smart contracts. Okay, that's it. Like that's that's why I think that those technologies will propel us forward. Hold like, on, yeah, explain block, blockchain blockchain technology for me. Okay, so blockchain technology. What blockchain technology is, is it's a decentralized network. So decentralized, no, currency, no central though. authority mm-hmm. for anything. Mm. It's not just currency. That's what makes it's it. It's currently being used for currency. Correct. But, it, okay. but what the blockchain actually is, is a folder system. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, like a folder on your computer. A database. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a public folder that anyone can put information in. Mm-hmm. And, like anything. Mm-hmm. Pictures, videos, money, mm-hmm. rocks fucking chickens you can you can you, you can literally put anything on the blockchain because all it is is a smart contract or an agreement of a, of a d- redistribution of resources hmm. that's what it is okay so like everything like anyone can put anything in this in this folder and then after 10 minutes that folder locks yeah. so you can no t- you can no longer touch that folder mm-hmm. in a sense of like if you were to tamper with the data everyone would know yeah because when that folder is locked, then that folder now has like this specific code, like the SHA-256 code, which is mm-hmm. like this crazy encryption algorithm. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is genuine. Mm-hmm. And so like... So, and even if you could break into it, it's still verifying with all these other decentralized databases yes. to make sure, oh, this is this is incorrect data. This is corrupted data. Yes. Wipe it. 100%. 100%. Mm. So the folder system, 10 minutes, publicly locks. And then it's chained to the next folder. And then mm-hmm. a new folder opens up. That's mm-hmm. why it's called the block or a folder mm-hmm. chain. Yeah. Block chain. Mm-hmm. And so if you were to put a picture, so say the blockchain was made 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You were to put a picture nine years ago. Yeah. If I today were to go and try to change one pixel in your photo, it would change the complete code for all of it. Mm. One pixel. One pixel. One pixel in a folder 10 years ago that's been chained with fuck tons of other data until mm-hmm. this point in time. And if I were to try to change one pixel, mm-hmm. everyone would know that that data is no longer valid. Mm-hmm. So how is this, how is all this data stored though? Is it on a cloud server? It's on, it's, it's, it's redistribution on, on many different devices like a cloud server. So mm-hmm. if one thing fails, then like, you, you, you have those backups like mm-hmm. everywhere so it's not centralized so it's yeah. not like a, a server base you just like go fuck with like yeah. no like it's not like it's crazy so I think like that concept is super important and super awesome and, I, and I'm excited have about it about the internet of things no okay so this is this is what this is okay so blockchain that's that's the basic function of the blockchain but the internet of things is where this is actually going to be a thing that we can use mm-hmm. so like the internet of things is taking humans out of interacting with technology. Mm. Humans being the central authority, right? So like, if your washing machine, your dishwasher goes bad at your house, you have to go find that part of your dishwasher being bad mm-hmm. and like, um, then you're gonna have to fix that. Cause like, yeah. you, 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 you're the one that notices, oh, the dishwasher's not I working. analyze the problem's not now working, I need to go I need to go and, and, and like, either call a vendor to fix it or I need to go purchase this part and fix it myself. Yeah. Where the internet of things, the dishwasher will know what part is going bad and it can alert another like uh, a third party resource mm-hmm. so like say there there was like everyone bought their washing machines from like Orem City government right mm-hmm. and like everyone's washing machines from Orem City government 
And when that machine goes, like when that part goes bad, if it's still under warranty, it'll send out an automatic request to get that part mm -hmm. from the vendor. And then it can be automatically fixed mm -hmm. without you ever having to interact with it. Yeah. So you could like get food. Like, so if you had like a, a, a fridge and you buy milk and you're mm -hmm. out of milk, like it, you just automatically get filled more milk. And you yeah. don't have to think about that yeah. kind of shit. And so, and and I guess in that ideal situation, it would be like also like maybe a robot or automaton that is providing that service or something like that, 100%. right? And so if we relied on the redistribution of resources just based off the internet of things and smart contracts mm -hmm. and being like, this is the populace that we have, we need to take care of these people. Yep. These are the resources. Like we're going to rely upon automated technologies to do this because they'll do it at no cost to them because it, they, they don't need it like they don't think about taking time out of their day to do it they're not mm -hmm. provide they're not like they're just they're they're on autopilot it's not mm -hmm. like a person's doing it right because yeah. like if a person's doing it then they're like i'm sacrificing my time and my time is valuable because mm -hmm. it is yeah like our time is super valuable yeah and so like i think that that would be the way that we could eliminate corruption from the redistribution of resources because everything would just be based off math mm -hmm. and we can rely upon math because yeah. it's reliable as yeah. fuck. And so like, uh, I think that if we move to a resource-based economy where we're like, money doesn't run the show, resources do. Mm -hmm. And like, we have these amount of people and we have this many resources and if we if we used mindful practices, we could, we could create regenerative processes like with farming, um, with like building materials, mm -hmm. we, we could do it mindfully that it was helping us, but also helping our environment. Yeah. And then we rely upon automated technologies and blockchain to redistribute those resources. So no one's in the midst of redistributing resources because like, that's when people get power to their head, right? Yeah, like that's, I, that's when, power I that's, that's when shit gets corrupted. And mm -hmm. so like, I think if we eliminated humans from the equation, oh, of no. resources, <laughs> yeah. we eliminate humans of, uh, from the uh, inclusion of redistributing resources. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that it would be a very mindful thing to do. And I think it would free up all of our free time to just focus on maintaining health. Yeah. Like, Fuck, and, and exploring and learning. Yes. And I love that. And I think that that technology could be absolutely amazing under one condition, that it's democratized. Because as soon as it, that is owned by any entity, especially underneath a template of capitalism, which means I, why would I even provide this service unless I'm going to get more out of it than I put into it? That's the base. That's the baseline of this template, right? So if that's if all of those resources and technology are being owned, are being centralized or owned by maybe um, you know a handful of entities who are like I'm saying predicated on this need to get more out of a situation than they're giving, then I think we're going to run into the exact that's same the problems. Whole concept of decentralization. Though. Yes, exactly. So I that's my whole thing. So yeah. we have to democratize this technology so that it really is what do you mean fully by democratizing. I'm it sorry. has to be owned by everybody. Yes, exactly. Ha, That's it, what decentralization yes. is. So that yes. cannot be delivered to us 100%. by capitalism. Because yeah, no, capitalism is predicated upon ownership. 100%. Private yeah, ownership. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm -hmm. 100%. And so that's why I said capitalism brought us to where we're at now. Mm -hmm. It was useful. Mm -hmm. In the future, no. We, Dude. We're going to definitely do re rely upon like decentralized technologies Dude. and automation. So that, just that right there, just taking that aspect and dispelling it, makes me so much more excited about blockchain, te blockchain technology and automation. Because it really is... It's, it's saying like, hey, we as humans have become smart enough, possibly because of capitalism, um, to create a system that distributes resources equitably um, and 
in a way that is making sure that everybody is at least meeting their basic necessities so that we actually don't have to build our systems in our entire life about trying to gain resources. Yes. And that, and that is like, exactly. So I feel like a capitalist or someone who wants to preserve the system as it is would have to say, well, then what's going to motivate everybody if it's not a competition for resources? Yeah, right. And you and I understand that's not the main motivation. That's just a necessity. Yeah. That's something we have to do to survive. Yeah, exactly. But when, when that's taken away, we're going to be able to prioritize beautiful things in our life. Yeah. We're able to pr- prioritize mental health. We're able to prioritize communication and connection with human beings and our own personal development, meaning, and well-being and growth. And what's beautiful mm-hmm. is we're doing this right now. Yes, we fucking are, man. And I love it. And I'm so happy you're always willing to do this with me. Cause, yeah, man. Fucking anytime, dude. Like, being able to flesh out these ideas and talk about it is me doing something about it you know and this is what i've needed in my life to have meaning because the bottom line is trying to just gain resources and you know have nice things is not providing meaning in my life yes and i and i think when people really evaluate and have an individual awakening they'll realize that it's not what's providing meaning in their life either it's giving them access to what's really meaningful our connections to other people and our connections to our own you know ambitions and drives for meaning but it's not going to be what delivers this um, sense of spirituality and meaning and purpose in our lives. These objects are tools, and we can't prioritize gaining resources because when we build systems that do prioritize gaining systems, you get people like Jeff Bezos who hoard those resources. because yeah, he's playing the game. Because he's playing the game. Yeah. And, like, can you really blame him? Yeah, exactly. He's, right? he's goddamn really good. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, really, he's, good he's really good at it. And I think... Where I start to um, really have some serenity and peace within the system is knowing that if I could aw- if I could personally awaken everybody to the idea that this this system is in some way harming everybody and it's just on balance like harming more people other than more than it is harming other people right yeah. then we can all I want to believe that if we all had an individual awakening and realizing that this material world and the materialistic things that we have within it aren't going to provide us purpose and meaning, but that the connections that we make and our own personal individual journey with this existence is what's going to provide that, then we can start to build systems that prioritize that instead. And in the, and I think it's so cool because this doesn't, that thought process and those ideas make it so that we don't have to be like, Technology's bad. We cannot use technology because right now it's being utilized in a way that's garnering power and you know and exploiting and, tyrann- and being tyrannical. Instead, we can look at it and say, now we know a way to utilize it that's going to benefit everybody. And do you know what's funny is like when we were talking about earlier about like you're weak, right? Like if you have a bad week, you can be a victim about it. Mm-hmm. Or you can take accountability for it. Like yeah, like shit's still wrong, but you're now being proactive mm-hmm. in solving the solution. And yeah. So like, that it's the same thing with like noting capitalism right mm-hmm. it's like capitalism isn't it's like we can see negative attributes of it like mm-hmm. i can't afford to live on my own and i work at a nice job like yeah that sucks that's yeah. a bad thing right mm-hmm. however like what can i do to take accountability for this like bad situation mm-hmm. in a sense and so like it's funny that we we were talking about that at the very beginning and mm-hmm. we like wrapped back yeah uh, in this thing because like it it hit home to that it's like it really did life sucks life is bad mm-hmm. we it are can part be. of life can <laughs> be bad 
it, like it is like in a sense like life is life is not bad but life is hard life mm-hmm. is challenging and we can never run away from the challenge yeah and like we can either accept to like be a victim to the challenge mm-hmm. or we can we can we can take accountability and be like how am i going to interact with this challenge? and grow from and it grow from it right because mm-hmm. like yeah, and so like that's exactly the same thing with capitalism or any other thing that we like we, we see ourselves presented with. Like, mm-hmm. if we we're, like life is a challenge, we can either like take accountability for that challenge and like take it willingly, like literally accepting like like carrying the cross, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole thing of the Jesus archetype is willingly doing hard shit. Yep. Because you 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 find something is a, is a deeper value. Yeah. Like, and so like 100%. at any point in time. That's really what we're always trying to fight against is mindfulness. Yeah, I agree. That's it. And I agree. And that's why meditation is been, has been so important for me. It's given me a tool of mindfulness. And I really think everyone should meditate. And I think meditation could benefit everyone and, ev- and anyone. Yeah. And I'm trying not to push it or like shove it down people's throats because I know that can be obnoxious yeah. and like, uh, you know, threatening in a way. But I think like, so because I think people associate it with a stigma. However, when people really try to think about what do they do to stay sane, if you go golfing, if you like playing video games, mm-hmm. if you like to write, if you like to read, if you like to cook, if you like to bike, if you like to fucking swim, whatever the fuck you're doing is an active practice of meditation. Because mm-hmm. like all of your hobbies or things that you enjoy doing, you're only doing those things. You're, you're being fully present in the moment when you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm being fully present in the moment of this conversation. Me this too. Conversation is a meditation. Yes, like, it definitely is, is a meditation. If it you, is. If you choose to think of it as that. Yeah. Like people like when you say meditation, they're like, oh, stigma. I'm not gonna sit down and like think about thoughts and shit. Like I don't have fucking yeah. time for that. However, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this movie. And you're like, bro, if you're fully present in that movie and you like, you 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 really enjoy that movie because you're present with the movie. Mm-hmm. That's why you enjoy it. Yeah. Because the only like. Anytime you enjoy anything is when you're fully present in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's a meditation. Yeah. Like, so, like, people say, oh, I'm not going to meditate, but you go play golf or you fucking enjoy doing certain things when you're in the moment. Like, you're meditating, bitch. Yeah, like, get the exactly. Fuck out of my face. That's like, all. That's all. I love that you say that because that's really all it is, is just this presence in the in the infinite moment that we're experiencing yeah. right now. And I think the and only time that. is an eternal moment of Yes. Life. And, everything like. is the present moment. Yes. All the time. And the only time that engaging with that present moment like you know maybe to do like heroin or something the only time that that's actually going to harm you is when you're actually using it to distract from present moment circumstances that are going to affect you and bite you in the ass right yeah. that you actually need to address and deal with and normally so, like when you're when you're abusing a substance you're living in the past you're living in the future usually yeah yeah usually you're, they, trying to, you're trying to avoid that feeling of being in the past or being in the future because if you're actually being present in the moment mm-hmm. you wouldn't give a shit exactly you need to run away from it exactly Nothing's actually harming so you, So, right? actually, like, what, I've, yeah, what I've actually heard is that drugs are not the problem. They're actually the solution for these people. And the problem is that that solution is not dealing with their actual problems. So it it's just their like, personal solution for trying to get in the moment because they're actually trying to escape the these past uh, thoughts that they're recycling or these future anxieties that they're trying to avoid. Yeah. It's funny as fuck because, like, that was the same problems we were running into about like describing how to change capitalism, right? Yep. It's all about like really attacking how to be mindful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Every single problem boils down. It to, really like, is, dude. Being mindful about what's happening in the present moment mm-hmm. and like choosing to act on a value framework. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because like, and and I, I, it's unfortunate that not enough people realize that because it's been so 
important in my life for making the changes that I need to just not want to kill myself every day, you know? And, uh, and I, you know, I get, it sucks that people are feeling like adverse to it or don't like want to, or maybe they just don't fully understand what mindfulness can actually do for yeah, them or what it so actually is. Uh, yeah. It's so scary. It it's is. It's a scary thing. It is, right? Yeah. It's, it's weird though. Cause like meditation doesn't have to be this big unknown, but I guess like if you're not, if you're not being educated in the right way, it's pretty easy to just be like, oh, I suck at meditating. I'm not good at meditating. I just can't do this. I can't, blah, 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 you know, and just and that's exactly go back into thought patterns and stuff. Developing a relationship with the process. Cause <sighs> anything you do, you get a new yes. job, you get a new job, you mm-hmm. fucking learn to drive a car. You always feel those things. Mm-hmm. Anytime you, anytime you try something new, you're at the bottom of the hierarchy and you yep. feel incompetent and scared. Yep. That's, bo- that's bottom so, line. Like, if you can be mindful about what you're doing and be like, I'm developing a relationship with this process. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I'm trying, and, and trying is the only thing that's valuable. Nice. It's because that, like, trying is being present and trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, dude. Because that's really all it is. And why do we do anything if we're not just trying to engage with it and figure out how to do it right? You know, how to do it right? Yeah. <laughs> Meaningfully. Meaningfully. Not yes. Expedient. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Oh uh, and I think, you know, that's another thing that I'm kind of will have a problem with capitalism for is just the way that it's like, oh, we have to have everything be convenient and expedient. But in a way, I, I see how uh, having certain things be convenient and expedient, like getting a microphone in two days for 20 bucks, has allowed me to do this yeah. in a way that's not expedient, that's more meaningful and yeah. valuable to me. So I, I'm. I'm becoming more capable of seeing the value in it. Working and under- within the system. Yes, right? even, working even within the system. Even if it's not ideal. Yeah. Because, like, that's the thing is, like, life is an ideal, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. It is It is ideal in the sense of, like, li- life is an ideal because life is challenging. And, yeah. like, people think, like, ideal things are things that aren't challenging, mm-hmm. but, like are, like, are not hard. Like, it's ideal. It's with ease. Yeah. But people don't understand... You need to have contrast to experience easy, bitch. Yeah. Like, in fuck. order in order to attain that ease, you have to go through all this the all shit the to shit. make it happen, exactly. right? Like, like when you're working out, and like when you when you're healthy, when you can like walk a mountain with ease, it's only because you put in hard work, mm-hmm. and that like because you put in the hard work, now you can experience ease, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, exactly. And so like, there's like there there's there's duality to everything. Yeah. And like, if there wasn't we wouldn't be able to experience anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if I didn't have a shitty week last week, I wouldn't be having as good of a time as I am right now, like, mm-hmm. being up a higher, right? Like, and it's only I because I had the contrast that I can't experience this. Yeah, so, like, dude. taking everything for what it is, mm-hmm. capitalism, good and bad aspects, like, mm-hmm. just existing in it and trying to value rather than devalue. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, that's the only way to have... To just not go crazy, right? Yeah. Because like if I, or just be completely ignorant and just be operating in a bubble of like fear and anxiety. And even then you're going crazy. Yeah. But in order to acknowledge the reality of situations and still find like serenity and peace within it is exactly what you're talking about is being able to understand the positive and negatives of everything and find that balance and harmony within it to build meaning. And, uh, I think that's fucking dope, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I think that's a good place to end, man. Hell yeah. Should, uh... Hell yeah, it's getting chilly. <laughs> it is getting chilly. <laughs> 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 <laughs>